Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to thank our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Thomas Cantley with Stream Moco. Welcome, Thomas. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Lee. Now, um, before we get too far into things, tell us about Stream Moco. How are you serving folks? Uh, so, yeah, Stream Moco came to me as uh, marrying two things I'm extremely passionate about, uh, philanthropy, helping people, giving back, and being in the production industry for over 17 years, um, working for high-level Fortune 500 companies from Home Depot to Coca-Cola to directing um, music videos for high-level talent, uh, you know, producing and creating and storytelling my whole entire life and uh just how it all came about with moco was i you know myself too i was actually a cancer survivor so i did a very large social media marketing campaign where i pushed a giant ball across america for um, awareness for testicular cancer and there's always been a struggle for young filmmakers who want to create their own content make their own content and ever get the opportunity to be on a major platform like Netflix or Hulu or stuff like that. It's like a really low percentage. And then I started working uh, the last five years uh, very closely with influencers and just seeing the power of influencers and how brands want to truly be aligned with them. And I ended up marrying the two. I ended up seeing the fails of, unfortunately, the fails of Quibi to see that what they had is they had a, a, structurally, they had a great, business model in a sense, Um, but they were missing a lot of notes. And I saw that as a great opportunity for me early on to really structureize and give me a a great case study in the success of MoCo. So to create a short form content platform that's all based on pre-existing licensed content that's out there from filmmakers, documentarians, influencers who have a large platform base. Um, or, or um, exposure based and utilizing them and giving them a house, a platform. And then one thing is that a major differentiator for me is creating this opportunity where they get the opportunity to have the Netflix experience, get to put their stories out there. And, uh, and one major game changer thing for me, what I have is I give a dollar back. So we will be, when we launch, we'll be a subscription-based platform but we're giving away $1 to charity. So I'm really truly yet again, kind of looping back here is marrying my passion for giving back to telling stories. So now um, how do you kind of attack the proliferation of streaming platforms? Like how does somebody decide which is the kind of right streaming service to align themselves with? Yeah, so it's so it's really interesting because you know we all who are consumers of streaming platforms, we end up having Disney, we have Hulu, we have Discovery Plus, we have Netflix, 
we have them all, you know, it's like, we've come out to the, out of this age of like having actual digital programming and having your mainstream television. Um, we've really kind of evolved into this space of just having every type of streaming platform because not all of them have the same content, you know? So that's one thing that we wanted to do is like, we're not a competitor of any of these major large streaming platforms because for one, we're short form content because people's consumption nowadays is, is really short. So our content duration is 10 minutes, but we have high end curation. So when I'm saying we're dealing with influencers and short form content, we're making sure that we have this high quality level and it has to have a real great story and narrative, but it has to be feel good. One of the things that's very a differentiator from our platform is when you look at news and mainstream media and all these other, you know, even if you look at Netflix, there's a, there's not an extreme consistency of positive, or I'm going to stay with the word positive because positive can be misconstrued, but just uplifting and inspiring content that makes you feel good. So for us, we're really heavily emphasizing on, on that type of content, which not many, well, no, no um, streaming platform is really having that as a focus. So you're hoping to attract influencers who are producing this kind of uplifting content in short form as a place to um, distribute their content. Correct. Yes. So we're, we're hunting them down. We have interns, we have people working constantly day in, day out sourcing this content. Yes, it's hard. Um, and that's the thing too, is like a lot of these influencers that we're working with right now, we have uh, 250 influencers that signed on with us that have ama- they're amazing storytellers and it's all feel good. But the thing is too, is like sometimes feel good can also be transformative in the sense where it may not have come from good in the beginning, but then the end message, it has a, a good, a good vibe. And the only way people can consume this content is by paying a subscription. So we are, our model is based off uh, fairly similar to Spotify. So the unique identifier of us as well is we are dividing and categorizing our channels like Spotify in the sense of like moods. So we've really broken down the content based off how you feel. So when you go there, you can have a free account, which is free. And it's like, yet again, referencing Spotify. So it's with ads or without, you know, and then once you do the premium account at three ninety nine, you know, not a, not a bank breaker um, cost, but the cool thing is, is what we do is our dollars out of that three ninety nine, a dollar off every subscription is going towards a circulating charity. So by your subscription, you're also contributing to world change. And then uh, the content creator doesn't get paid or they do get paid. Yes. Um, so right now, so there's a couple different variations. So right now, because we're a beta launch, what we're doing is because for cost differentiations and making sure that I'm not breaking bank, um, we're licensing about eight videos currently um, per influencer. And then we have a back end deal with them because the whole thing is our original content because we're doing traditional broadcasting where some streaming platforms have had problems where they're coming out of the gate like Quibi, and they own all the content and they're trying to create it all from scratch. But they raised so much money and then they couldn't they couldn't justify it all and talent rates and stuff like that. It's just too much money. So for us in the beginning, out of the gate, we're licensing content 
to really um, gain that momentum and kind of get the eyeballs to, to have a successful beta. But to your answer as well, what we're doing is we have created something called the Influencer Incentive Program. So the influencers, we're not paying them for those first eight videos to get these eyeballs on there. Um, we're doing, they have an, uh, and, and then we're doing the deal with the original content, but then with the influencer incentive program, they get 5% off the subscription. So, and that's residual. So YouTube and all these other deals that they typically have with Instagram or TikTok and stuff like that, their videos only sustain so long. They only make so much money for so long with us. We're giving them the opportunity to put the power into their hands, be able to promote us as much as they want, because once they get the subscription, then they're getting that residual income. And um, so anytime you have a streaming service or any type of kind of user generated service like you have, it's a chicken and the egg, right? You have to have the content, but you also have to have the users and users aren't going to go somewhere without content, and then content providers aren't going to provide content without users. So uh, it sounds like you're having came up with a pretty clever way to kind of get this thing going. Yeah, and, and that's one thing we've done is we've said, okay, how can we successfully, because obviously it's a big idea going, people have called me crazy, you know, to be able to start your own streaming platform, but when I came up with this idea, even my team and all my investors in my first round have been like, you know, we're, we've really closed all the holes. We've, we've, there's no real holes in this, in this system because we're really relying. So for instance, those 250 influencers, their combined social media followings over 300 million. So if we take even 1% of that in a launch beta, because these influencers want to be on TV. So we're giving them that experience of Netflix and Hulu. Our prototype is gorgeous. It's really beautiful. So we're really separating ourselves in a, in a different space. Our look is very unique, you know? So they're very excited. Now, if we take a 1% conversion rate for a beta, that's not bad numbers. Now you throw in that incentive program of going, hey, you know, a lot of our people average anywhere between 200,000 followers up to about a million. Now, if we're just saying, hey, if you just communicate out to your people with the IIP, with the Influencer Incentive Program, that they just need to subscribe and their subscription is going to making change and it's going right to contributing to causes that, you know, when we say it's the platform that gives a damn and causes that give a damn, you know, it's a no brainer for them. And then they're making that residual income. So they're always, all their videos that they're doing right now, and they're called the micro influencers. Why we're targeting them is because they have super high engagement. So right now their audience may have already seen their videos and highly likely yes, but they're motivated to get that, you know, residual income. But the goal is then once we end up creating those original series with them, we're just kind of drawing their audience over. They can check out other influencers, you know, in the space that are similar to them. You're not having to search through YouTube or Vimeo or finding these people. 99% of the influencers that we have and the creators that we have, you've never seen. And they're incredible. So it's a great way to kind of have people check out new existing content. But then once we're able to have the funds available to be able to create the original content, that stuff is now exclusive only on MoCo. So now is MoCo going to be a, um, a platform like Quibi that was built to be mobile first and primarily mobile that you view this on your phone as opposed to, um, you know, kind of. Netflix, it's it's available on your phone, but you really want to watch it most of their content on a larger screen. 
Yes. So we will have, we won't be like Quibi in that sense, because that was one of their, their issues there, you know, only catering to mobile. So in our first phase, cause we're in the beta launch, we will be on iOS or iOS, Android, we'll be on tablets. Um, you'll be any app store. You'll be able to download us. You'll be on desktop. Um, and then our second, our second round um, after the beta, which we're going to be launching very soon after will be available everywhere. So It'll be a very short period form where we'll be, I mean, we won't be just on mobile, we'll be in other accessibilities, but when in that next phase in 2022, we will be on Roku, Fire Stick, everywhere else. And okay, so that's in the second phase, then I can, you know, then I can have your app on Roku and then just kind of view the content there as well. Correct, yeah. Now, is that going to be the same model? Because Spotify is a little different in terms of depending on the device you're using, uh, how much you pay. What is it going to be free like for the Roku or is that going to be something that you have to pay? Um, so that will be the app will be based off, you know, when you download the app and you have it. Um, right now, we haven't um, gotten gotten that far into the um, relationship with Roku yet. Um, but right now, regardless, just that subscription will be three ninety nine. Is that what you're asking? Three ninety nine. Well, at Spotify, they have different levels. So if you pay, then you can use it on more devices in more places, um, and you know the the free or the advertising driven um, doesn't come into play if you pay. So you know when you're paying, the you're getting a different experience. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, you can like, um, so like the Spotify, we're going to be very similar, but it's just, it's only going to be one cost. It's going to be free. So you sign up and you get free and you can have it anywhere on your mobile, <clears throat> excuse me, on your tablet, wherever. <clears throat> and, but you're just going to have ads, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then, so and then the three ninety nine. so we only have two, um, <clears throat> sorry, we only have two price uh, variations right now. Right, it's either free that's ad supported or three ninety nine that's not ad with supported. no ads. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And um, so, what do you need more of? How can we help you? So basically, it's it's right now. It's about awareness, you know, because this is a, a beast in itself, and in creating this. So we are launching October twenty eighth. So getting as much because we're in a beta, you know, we're a true startup. We're really trying to change um, the way people think because yes, we're, you know, there can be a lot of depressing content out there and we truly, and especially during these times of COVID and, and, and all these other hardships, um, people are really in need of positive content. So, you know, having, and we need endless, endless um, charities that we can help support who also need money. Um, you know, we're not going after the big organizations who have no issues or, or need of money because, you know, they're doing their thing and they've been doing it for a long time. We're truly trying to help support whether it's locals to us based. So that's the other thing too, right now in our first, our first year, we are um, only North America right now, and then we'll be scaling. Um, but it's just truly getting subscribers and awareness over to MoCo and helping support the vision of, of truly, truly changing the world $1 at a time. So by giving back. So you need a combination of influencers, which it sounds like you're heavily vetting the influencers right now to make sure they're the appropriate and the right fit. Correct. 
Yeah. And brands too, you know, we're trying to, we're creating space that's healthy for everyone. Our influencers are tired of YouTube and Instagram because we have no commenting, you know? So that's the whole thing too, is we've, we'd had conversations about whether we have comments on or off. And it's like, no, we want to protect everyone, whether parents you're watching our content, it's safe for the, the consumers as well as the brands. So when we're doing brand alignments, we're trying to find our new advertisers. We're trying to bring people in and that brands can actually go, wow, you've really brought some great people here. And it's, it's safe. You know, we've had to say no to some pretty big um, semi celebrities because I've been like, ah, you know, they would bring in a good audience, but it's just, it's negative content. So we got to protect everyone. It sounds like you're trying to create a real sense of community amongst the influencers and your audience. hundred percent. And that's what we, you know, we want people to know, what do they want to watch? What are your favorite influencers? Who do you like? Who would you like to have on here? Because when you come to our platform, it's all literally your favorite influencers all in one place. You don't have to search through, you know, YouTube or anywhere else and, and TikTok and go to all these different spaces. We're curating and finding all those great people and putting them all in one place. So if somebody wants to learn more, um, where do they go? They go to streammoco.com is our website right now. It's a landing page and you can um, subscribe to our updates. So it's, we're launching and we're, we're just building all that right now. So it'll be releases of new influencers and next steps and where we're at, you know, we're really letting people kind of in and showing this experience of just like how we're growing as a startup and in this space. Um, and then all of our other social media is Streamoco uh, as well from TikTok. We just started TikTok, but we're on Instagram, YouTube, or not YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know. So keep in mind, we don't have much following right now because we've been developing this for two years. And now we just hired our, our social media team. So we're pretty fresh out there. So follows would help. All right. And it's Stream, S-T-R-E-A-M, Moco, M-O-K-O dot com. Correct. Yes. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com.